Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin and Aisha Shelton, and welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to another week. Miss Aisha, I think that was the old intro. Was it? I think so. I think I change it up every time. Oh, every time. It's brand new. It's Variations. brand new. Exciting. Gotta keep it exciting. So this week, I wanted to talk about something that we hadn't talked about in quite a while and somebody reminded us of, which is the design life concept that you created such a long time ago. Um, so I wanted to explain it again for those who haven't listened to those old episodes that we talked about it. And then I want to talk about how we've been using it and kind of um, what people can get from it. So um, do you want to explain it or you want me to explain my perception of it? Okay, so when you explained it to me originally, it was um, something that you created in an effort to really not predict, but plan for the future outcome of what you wanted your life to be. And um, you put together kind of the components of what that looks like and called it design life. So when you showed it to me on paper, what it basically is, is a system that you use to write down your goals, your plans, but ideally what you wanted your lifestyle to look like and what you want your lifestyle to be, and then reverse engineering it to what you need to do to get there. Mm. Right. Um, so for me, as a planner, of course, I love it because it's everything that you need as an outline. It's basically like an outline to a paper, right? So you got the introduction, the body, and then the conclusion. So if you look at your life like a paragraph, you got the intro where you are right now, right? Like, oh, it took everything I got to get here. And then you have the body. It's what you do in between that time. And then the conclusion is like the legacy part, the retirement part, kind of what do you want to do in those latter years? Um, and for me... I'd never thought about my life in kind of that holistic view. Although I'm a planner, it's been very project specific, right? It was like, hey, I, I want to accomplish this one thing. So I look at just that. Taking a holistic view of life, it makes you think and it prompts you to think about 10 years from now, where am I going to be? Five years from now, where am I going to be? And I'm very proud of us that we look back at five, you know, six years ago when we started this process, we are very much living in um, some of the times that we plan to have. Right. And that's exciting because we we got real close to what we thought we would get to. You know what I mean? Um, how did you come up with design life when you initially were coming up with it? I don't remember how I came up with it, but really all it is is manifestation, right? Huh. Okay. And manifestation is, I mean, a lot of people hear manifestation and think, you know, woo, woo, foo, foo. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also in the Bible, right? Um, talking about speaking things as if they were. And that's what design life was for me, right? Um, I think it was Franklin Covey that I read the book that I read, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and it discussed beginning with the end in mind. And so when you think about what you want your life to look like, you need to think about how you want to retire or not retire. What does your, what does your life look like without limits? Um, and what would you like your life to look like 20 years from now without limits? Because there is no limit on what your life could look like 20 years from now. True. It doesn't matter where you are today. You can look at 20 years from now and say, I want to be on a yacht on the south of France with my children and my, you know what I mean? And you can design a life 
that will help you resemble get there, that. Right. So it really is beginning with the end in mind and working backwards. I guess my question to you was when you were manifesting your life, um, which, you know, of course, you got this amazing thing that came into your life later. <laughs> you. But what did you what did you imagine your life to be when you were initially putting this together? Because it was over 10 years ago, so we weren't together. It was. And the the beautiful thing about design life and is that you review it annually like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it changes because you also can't account for what life will bring, like this amazing thing that I have right here, mm-hmm. right? Um, but there are variations of what I wanted in my life that exists today. And so you have to be open to change for sure because you have to welcome in the things that you can account for. Um, sometimes those are blessings. Sometimes that's, you know, whatever it is, lessons that you can't quite account for. But also I have the, the vision of what I wanted, right? So when I was 24... 23 when I bought my first house um it was built from the ground up three bedroom two bath like I chose all the selections and stuff but I remember saying this is going to be my first rental property now how I was going to achieve that when where what the plan was I didn't quite have that but I also said that when I get married my husband is going to move me out of this house into a bigger house because this is just a starter home And when I have kids, because this house isn't big enough for everybody, like I had my master bedroom for me, Mm -hmm. an office Mm -hmm. and a guest room for my guests. So where was the family going to stay? Because it just didn't work. So um, I didn't have particularly a a plan of what it was going to look like to a science. Um, But the gist of it, you know, I got married. We got a new house. Uh, there's kids involved like and I remember things. you being very specific like you know you you weren't you didn't usher me to do those things but you told me what you what your dreams were mm-hmm. right and I mean those were very much my dreams for us as well like I remember my mama came and, and visited us at first she's like well when are you getting a bigger one yeah, when are you getting a bigger house? Oh, that was like the first she came. I was like, oh, yeah, we moved in with Aisha, da, 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 da. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she came over to visit. And the first thing, like, she walked out, she's like, so when are we getting a new house? When are we getting a bigger house? Because yeah. this house ain't going to do it. It was perfect for me, though. It was. Like, it, and and honestly, even when we first started our life in that house, it was it was great too, because we were all very close together mm-hmm. and we enjoyed the closeness of it. Right. Um, and as our life has grown and as our portfolio has grown, we've grown, we will be growing apart in space. Didn't we make that, uh, the office of nursery at a point? Um, I don't think we ever used it as no. a nursery. No. We didn't we because didn't. we were already building the new house. Yeah, that's we, true. When we were having when Austin. We were having the, yeah. Yeah. I know Kayla had Kayla's room very quickly became the guest room. And that was like a thing. Yes. Kayla's room. Kayla's room. There was no. And we spent room. one Christmas in that house. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got pictures. We got documented proof. We were <laughs> in that house for a period of time. We and, did. We did. No, it's but, interesting. But when you think about, you know, this is a marriage and real estate podcast, you know, there's so many different ways to get into the real estate business. Um, And when you think about what kind of life you want to have and uh, how you want to live 
in 20 years, like what you want your life to look like in 20 years, you really have to decide if this particular business is the right fit for you and not real estate in general, but let's just say Airbnb, right? Like I want to be an Airbnb host host, right? I want to well, start what does this that look business like and I'm, I'm going to make a bunch of money as an Airbnb host. How does that affect your life? in 20 years? Are you still hosting Airbnb in 20 years? And what does that look like? Right. I, I think that's one of the things that um, our generation is lacking, right? Because we see very narrow view of things, right? So it's like, I'm doing this now, I'm making this money right now. You don't necessarily think about 10 years from now, when you're 50, what do you want your life to look like? It's like, hey, this seems real cool right now. But do I want to go break up a party at two in the morning when yeah. I'm 50? And I mean, and unless you have, I mean, and then it comes back to planning, right? Because if this is a springboard for something, something else, else, right? Yeah. Like when we had Airbnbs, we own the properties. And so yep. they could either be long-term rentals or short-term rentals. And when we ran the numbers, they worked both ways. Yep. And they were more lucrative as short-term yeah. rentals but then could be turned into long-term long -term rentals should we need to, right? Um, but it's all about the plan and mm -hmm. the planning. And so really design life is like, it goes far beyond, you know, real estate. It's also like, what do you want your body to look like and your health? Yeah. Um, what do you want from your career? What do you want from your family? What do you want your family to look like? Like you can totally design and manifest what that looks like you, yeah. you don't have to accept whatever the universe is going to give you yeah. like oh i'm with this you like, can move with intention and you move with intention but also like when you meet somebody that doesn't fall in line with what it is you want your life to look like you can go okay we don't see things the same way like i don't see we don't see life the same way we probably shouldn't be together because then that takes you off your course you know what i'm saying so it also helps you to choose the right partner and all that other kind of stuff when we just kind of out here willy nilly in, in you life, get what you, get. you get what you get, right? You like meet somebody, they real nice, you fall in love, but they smoke cigarettes, mm -hmm. which there's nothing wrong with people smoking cigarettes, but it may not align it with what you want. It may not be want. what you want. Yeah. So you have to, you have to like write these things down and believe it. But also when you write it down and you see it, you attract it as well. Mm -hmm. Like it, it becomes attainable because you see it. So, you know, no, no, no. I mean, you do know for sure, because honestly, we've been we've been living that out. Right. I think I'm very visual. So for me. Seeing seeing our children's names on a piece of paper, like I go back and I look at like our 2019. I was showing somebody this morning. Our 2019 plan had a spot for our third child. And the name was Kevin. And we didn't even have the full name at the time. We just had Kevin in the spot and we weren't pregnant. We weren't, we just knew that we wanted a child and we, we wanted a boy child. We wanted to name him Kevin. Right. Um, and I think seeing that manifest has been amazing, but also thinking about the long-term effects of that, like 10 years from now saying, okay, five years from now, Kayla's graduating from high school. So, what happens at graduation? What happens at college? What have like it really puts in the forefront of your mind. This time is going to happen regardless of what you do. But if you start making decisions now for what's going to happen in five years, you'll be much better prepared and it'll be much closer to what you want your life to look like if you make those decisions up front. Yeah. Right. 
Um, it's like the partner piece. You said, you know, it helps you pick your partner and things like that. That's definitely true because if you know, hey, I want a non-smoking lifestyle and you meet somebody who is a smoker, you can immediately go, hey, you're not a part of my plan or maybe, you know, smoking or whatever isn't a part of my plan. It's the same thing with, you know, somebody who if you meet somebody who lives overseas and you know you want to be here locally or whatever, then you know that's not a part of your plan unless they're willing to move. So it gives you a good litmus test for everything in your preview mm -hmm. to know this is for me or this is not for me based on the life that I've chosen well in advance. And then you end up, I think, you know, you end up with the life that you want and deserve regardless. And your, your intention helps make it so you deserve the life that you want. Right. So it's like, I can make these decisions to like you, like you always tell me, you can eat healthy. <laughs> what do you say? You can eat healthy and be healthy or you can eat bad. And it's like, yeah, I can. And every day that I choose to eat bad, I know I'm not five years from now, I'm not going to be healthy. So I got to start making a decision five years ahead to get to where I want to be. I wanted to, uh, to talk about starting a business was starting a business, a part of your plan, or was it just having the freedom of living like a business owner? I definitely like most of us wanted freedom, right? Like mm -hmm. time freedom more than anything. I mm -hmm. wanted to have control of my life and my time. And I knew that real estate was a vehicle for that. Mm. Right. So yes, definitely starting a business, particularly real estate being a vehicle for that freedom was a part of the plan. Again, how I ain't know, but guess what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's funny because I'd never I wouldn't have started another business after my first business. I shut down. I was like, this is too hard to do by yourself, but I'm not by myself. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, for me, I was kind of going through it. I was figuring it out. I was just I hadn't put that much thought into past maybe the 12, 24 month period of time. And you put it in great context to like, hey, this is what your life's going to look like in five years, 10 years, if you want it to look like this. And that was a very appealing, attractive thing for me because I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that life sound real lit. Right? <laughs> like, oh, a house or a business or children or whatever. And you don't think about it in those terms. So literally when you're just going through your day to day, because it's not real until it's real. Right. Like it was just a child on paper until we had a physical baby. Now we got a whole person walking around here. Like, I mean, down to our insurance, like years before we had Kevin, we had him on our insurances, Shelton child yet to be named. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that's exciting because what it does is it helps you track your progress. And I'll get back to how I manifest, which is visually. Right. So today I put up on social media, uh, our open house flyer um, for 2023. And what I'm doing is my version of manifesting. So housewarming. I, housewarming. I'm going to be open housing. Housewarming. Thank you. I'm so used to selling houses. Housewarming. Housewarming flyer for 2023. Because that's how I manifest. I create the visuals for what I believe it will be. And then I get closer to that becoming a reality. And I think I do that in what we build and all these aspects of it. Um, it was exciting to see the trademark for a business go out 
uh, when the attorney sent us that last night, I was like, oh, man, I, I was so excited. I was like, this is like a thing. You know what I mean? We've been working on for so long. And and to see that TM on the thing was like, oh, man. But it's your dreams in reality. Right. Yeah. That's the coolest thing about design life, because. It's truly your choice. It's 100 percent your choice. Like you get to pick what you want your life to be. And at the end of the day, you're going to get the life that you choose, whether you choose to choose it or not. Yeah, that's true. And what's funny is and I might have said this in a podcast before, like when you look at people on Instagram or social media and it's like, is it cap or is it manifestation? Because what happens it's is a blend of the people two. it is because people like pretend to live these lives mm. and then naturally those things are like attracted to them because they say it they see it they surround themselves with it and somehow or another you got a bunch of rental properties because you like walking around here like yeah i'm the man and i get rental properties or woman could be a man or a woman. <laughs> and you do, though, right? Because you surround yourself with people who are doing those things. And when you surround yourself with people who are doing the things that you want to do, it's you naturally, like you do, naturally it. do what they're doing. So, you know what they say, if you want to be a millionaire, surround yourself with millionaires, you'll be the next one. Yep. But, I mean, it, your circle elevates, you elevate, your circle elevates. But most of the time, it's the people around you that that are elevated that bring you up, not necessarily the people that you already have around you. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you are the the smartest person in your group, if you are the richest person in your group, if you are the most like um savvy person in your group then you're in the wrong group you need like to you need to group. you need to level up because you'll always be the person that everybody's striving to be which means you're stuck mm -hmm. and everybody else is coming up to you so you need to be where you're stretched you need to be around people who stretch you to be more so yeah you and your husband might have six-figure income and y'all could do some things but you need to be around people who have six-figure incomes and are on a monthly basis right. six figures on a month right so that's what I'm saying. And it's the circle changes too, yep. right? But even that's intentional. Even that is like, so you say you want to be a rapper. I want to be a rapper. Like, okay, cool. Like, what do you do? How do you, what other rappers do you hang out with? Who's the rapper what that's other above rappers you? you hang out I mean, like, and if you're hanging out with the rappers, that's your homeboys that's in the same spot as you. You know what I'm saying? Then where y'all going? Like, how you? how do you get up? When you don't have like a person that's, you know. So I'm going to tell you a funny story about Shaq. Shaq was on a podcast and he talked about his rap career. And he said, I'm the best. I'm the most successful athlete rapper of all time. And he, he put out his numbers. He actually had platinum albums, which is interesting. But the reason why his albums were platinum is he had all the best rappers on his album. <laughs> See? So he, and he said it. He said, uh, record label approached me and said, hey, I'm going to give you $10 million for three albums. And he was like, all right, whatever. He said, all I did was call all my rapper friends that I looked up to and mm -hmm. said, hey, I got this record deal. Will you come be on the album? And just to be around me or spend time with me, they agreed to be on this record. I was like, oh, yeah, Shaq, I'll do a record with you. So he's like, I end up with a bunch of hits because I got the people who make the hits on my records. I'm not good. Yeah. But they're good and they want to be around me. So it's a symbiotic relationship where I can benefit from my circle, even if I'm not necessarily in the spaces I want to be. Right. Like if you want to own rental property, and you're hanging around a bunch of landlords. 
a deal might fall in your lap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It might, it's like, Hey, look, I, I want to own some rental property. I might not own it yet, but I'm inspiring to. Yeah. So I'm gonna hang out with all these landlords. Well, somebody, Hey, look, I'm, I'm buying this or I'm not buying this. It's like that couple we met, um, that we sat down with and they wanted to aspire to own a rental property and her dad had 40 rentals. So it's like, well, you need to go ask your dad for a rental and lo and behold, her dad gave her a rental. Boom. You're a landlord, yeah. right? You get what you put out there. Here's in the universe. what's crazy about it. She said, I never thought about that. <laughs> she was like, oh, that's a great idea. I never yeah, thought I about bet. asking. I bet it's a great idea. I never thought about asking my dad. But again, you surround yourself around people who are doing the things that you want to do. And it just comes. And yep. it's just like natural. And when people, if you think about the thing that you do every day and how easily you move in that space, that's how easy when people come to you, you learn so much from them, right? Yep. Like for you, for, for us, it's nothing. We talk about acquiring rentals. We talk about um, private funding, you know, private private lenders and stuff like that and acquiring funding for our projects and putting together these deals. And for us, it's everyday talk. It's like nothing novel. But we get on this microphone or we sit in front of a group of people and we have this conversation and all kind of light bulbs are going off for people like, oh, my God, we could do this and I could do that. Yeah. And I could do it this way. And so this becomes your everyday conversation. This is the easy thing for you. And then you ascend. So like for us, people are like, man, how you raise private funds? private, what am I trying to say? Private money. Private money. How do you raise private money? We've been doing that for several years. It's like easy for us. How do you put together a deal? Like how do you put together a deal for something as simple as a flip or putting together a deal for a whole development of a community, right? It's things that come naturally for us. So now that we're in this space where this is the easy part, it's like, okay, what's next? Now we got to go to the next level. We need to be sitting up here listening Right. Not Mm -hmm. talking, but listening and absorbing the information that they have for us. Right. While still sharing what we know with the people who haven't quite gotten there. It's who you eat with, who you feed and who's feeding you, like you always say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's funny. You're 100 percent right about us raising our level because the struggles for us are nothing for the next level. Right. And the struggles for the level that we're feeding are nothing for us. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not figuring out one deal. It's figuring out 10. It's figuring out 15 for us. And for somebody who's past us, it's like figuring out 100. It's figuring out really big deals and things like that. It's like, oh, you just figuring out 10. It's like, you know, in the heart of our struggles, in the heart of the worst times in our business and when it was really hard for us, when we went to mentors, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 that's a great place to be. It's like, what do you mean it's a great place to be? This is hard for me. I said, but it gets easier. But to hear that, right, like to be around people that can say like, hey, it's it's tough right now. Hey, you're losing money right now. Don't give up. This is a good place to be. There's lots to learn from this very place. Mm -hmm. If we did not have that kind of support pouring into us at the time when those things were happening, we could have gave up. We wanted to give up. You know what I'm saying? And so for somebody to be like, no, 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 no. Like it's hard, but if you push through this and it's better on the other side, it's a lot easier, not easy, but a lot easier to push through. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it goes back to intention and designing your life. So I appreciate you for the design life concept. And for those of you who want to find out more about that, 
We have the ultimate guide to invest in real estate for couples, which is a great planner to get started. Uh, and that's on our marriage and real estate website. Don't make uh, no promises. I didn't make any promises, okay. not Just making checking. any promises. It's available now. I don't have to make a promise about okay. that. Uh, like us, follow us on social media. There's a bug in this room. Smash the like button. Like Kevin smashed the bug in the room. Smash the like button. Oh my God. But no, uh, look out for more information. Uh, we have some exciting things coming up. So we're going to tell you guys more about that. And uh, we want to appreciate Miss Aisha for setting us all on the right path with design <laughs> life. And uh, we look forward to sharing it with you guys. So this is Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Another week, we out. <laughs>